It's the Misplaced Comedy Group. Now you can hear all the what's, nows, and happenings with the Internet's number one comedy troupe, starting with the latest CD, the original podcasts, Volume 1. Yes, before it was noted as TiVo for radio, the Misplaced Comedy Group were one of the first to broadcast their podcasts throughout the world. And if you missed their award-winning Greatest Hits productions before, well, now they're becoming available everywhere once again. The year was 2005. Yes, not so long ago, it was a time when people were only talking into their computers, creating what was called verbal blogs. When Apple made the announcement that they were going to be starting to list their podcasts through iTunes, it was then that the MCG broke boundaries by actually producing podcast shows of their greatest hits. With their motto of no boring talk or chit-chat, they became one of the first listings on iTunes podcast directory, as well as all over the world. And now you can hear these podcasts for the first time once again. And of course, each CD has the stories behind the sketches, as well as when they were produced and why. And that's all happening with the Misplaced Comedy Group's original podcasts, starting with Volume 1. Yes, the first volume has over 40 tracks and has been reissued in the original format as it was originally aired. And if that's not enough misplaced comedy, well, make sure to check out all the latest happenings, videos, and new podcasts throughout the Misplaced Comedy Group's website, as well as their sister site at MySpace. And if that's still not enough, soon you'll be able to check out their live and video show, Misplaced Mayhem, on DVD. Yes, not only does the MCG produce award-winning podcasts and CDs, they can actually perform their sketches, commercials, and parody songs live like no other comedy troupe around. That's right, and it all starts by checking out misplacedcomedygroup.com. It's now time for Dr. Prober, Sex Therapist. Thank you, Dr. Prober, for seeing us today. Um, what seems to be the problem? I can't believe you dragged us into a sex therapist office. I'll tell you right now, Doc, there's nothing wrong with Irving Schlockman's pork sausage. It's her fat ass that's the problem. We are Jewish, you idiot. Pork sausage, what an asshole. <laughs> Please, please, folks, uh, just stick to the problem at hand. Interesting choice of words, Dr. Prober. Yes, Irving, I might have a fat ass, but you should be thankful that I have small hands to make your dick look bigger. Please, enough already. Now, now how can I help you today? Well, Irving doesn't appreciate me anymore in the bedroom. He doesn't even look at me when I try to be sexy at night. And you can see that I'm a very sensual woman. God, I hate my job. What did you say, Dr. Prober? Uh, um, nothing, nothing. Now, what do you do to try and look sexy? Well, last night, I shaved my chin hairs into a heart shape. Now, there's a Kodak moment, Doc. I, I have to side with you, Irving, on that one. Uh, Doris, do you have a sexy nightgown? I wear the same nightgown to bed every night of my life. I'm very partial to my nightgown. It's not sexy, but it's sort of low-cut in the back. So this one night, I take this nightgown that I wear every night, and I turn it around to the front. Now it's low-cut in the front. And I stood in the doorway, and I said, Arving, 
You notice anything different about me? And and what did he say? He looks up and he says, yeah, you got shit stains all over the front of your nightgown. Oh, that was a real turn on, Doc. I'll tell you, the old heat-seeking moisture missile self-destructed. Shut up, moron. You're no Fabio either. Well, it, it sounds like Doris is at least trying to excite you, Irving. I do get excited from time to time. Yeah, when I make my meatloaf. Well, you make great meatloaf. Doc. I think one of the biggest limp dick problems is because he drinks too much. He drinks so much beer that when he farts in bed at night, I get a buzz. And this one night, he came home so drunk, while I was sleeping, he threw up all over the living room floor, and he went to bed, and he left his false teeth in the pile of puke for the dog to get into it. (laughs) And the next morning, our dog had a beautiful smile. Irving, have you ever tried Viagra? Oh, sure, Doc, he did. Yeah, the only good thing that came out of that is now he doesn't roll out of bed in one of his drunken stupors. Bitch, bitch, bitch. All you do is bitch. Well, all you do is fart and belch. If I didn't bitch, I'd blow up. Now, once again, I'll have to ask you folks to please stay on the subject. Please. Uh, uh, Doris, maybe you should get a sexy nightgown. I'm really glad you brought that up, Doc. I'm glad something's getting up. Ask Doris about the sexy nightgown I bought her for her birthday last year. Really? Uh, What happened, Doris? He buys me this little slinky, completely sheer piece of nothing that costs $250. Can you imagine, Doc? $250 on a piece of nothing. I don't even spend that much on a couch. So what happened? She returned it. Can you believe it? Hard-earned money I spent, and all the time I spent picking it out. I'm svelting. Give me a large break. Your secretary Lola picked it out, I'm sure, flaunting her fake giant torpedo tits everywhere, I'll bet. Doris, please, please. Then what happened? I figured because it was so sheer, we never do the nasty with the lights on, you know. He wouldn't even know that I don't have it on. So he stumbles into bed this one night, and he starts feeling around, and... And I do mean around, and around, and around... Irving, 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 please, let her finish. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. He starts feeling around, and and then he jumps out of bed and starts yelling, God damn it, Doris, $250 on a nightgown, and you can't even iron the wrinkles out of it. That was a great birthday present. Never again. I've got a great birthday present for you, too. How about the clapper for your pacemaker? Please, please, both of you. I feel your problem here can be solved. Irving, stop drinking so much, okay? Doris, uh, wash your nightgown. I I sense the two of you still love each other. Uh, Doris, do you love Irving? Of course I do. I always have. And Irving, do you love Doris? What, are you Mashugana? Of course I do. Oh, honey bunny, you haven't told me you love me in years. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Prober. Let's go home, Irving. I'll make you some meatloaf. I'm getting excited already. It's now time for a misplaced comedy classic. And now it is time for a public service announcement from our very own President of the United States. Hi, this is President Clinton for a public service announcement. As you might be aware, the use of inhalants among young children is increasing. Parents must be advised to be aware of this alarming trend and recognize the potential danger that household products with inhalable fumes present. Hey, what you got over there? Yeah, come on, give me some of that. Yeah. Oh, 
as you know, I never had to inhale. Hillary can tell you that. And your children shouldn't either. This has been a public service announcement from the IDFI, Inhalable Drug Foundation Institute and the Presidential Advisory Board. Any resemblance of any character is strictly coincidental. You have just entered the world of the elderly super folks. Hey guys, look, I got a new outfit. Oh, wow, look at you. Look, Wonder Woman, I must say you are looking fabulous in your new uniform. Hey, where did you get it? One of the Queen's servants made it for me on my home island. Wonder Woman, come here. I I think there's a string hanging down. Let me just pull it and see what happens. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, no. I'm sorry, Wonder Woman. I I didn't mean to. Holy chickabillies, Batman. Look at those. Yes, it looks like Superman underestimated his own strength again. Really, guys, I didn't mean to rip her uniform like that. I I didn't know what... Ah, who are you kidding, Superman? We've all wanted to see that for years. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Holy big guns, Batman. Guys, quiet down. She's coming back. Holy white t-shirt, Batman! Yes, she's looking a little perky. Wonder Woman, I'm so sorry. I just saw the string and thought I'd I'd pull. That's okay, Superman. I'll just send it back and she'll fix it for me. Hey, guys, check this out! (laughs) Hey! Hey, stop it! Stop it! (laughs) Stop splashing me, you moron! Aquaman, what are you doing? Aquaman, you're awful! Knock it off! Aquaman, how could you? Now she's going to be angry at all of us. How could I? You started it! Hey, I just thought I'd follow the leader! (laughs) Good thinking, Aquaman. Now I think I'm in need of a bat nap. Me too! Tune in next time for another great episode of The Elderly Super Folks! Blame it all on my group, the Taliban too, as we're ruined and now in despair. Was the last one to know, I've no TV at home and no way to get a sports network. Well, I got a surprise, now there's fear in my eyes, and my bank accounts are all but drained. They toasted Abu and all my other friends too. Now the Taliban complains. Cause I got friends in blown up places where there's arms and limbs and shell casings they're left for me. Well, I'll need a smoke screen. Well now I can't hang with familiar faces Think I'll hide on out in some oasis Cause I got friends in blown up places I've been looking weeks for a boo Always seem to pick on a boo Where's my sheep? Well, I guess I was wrong to follow along. Now they took out my last military camp. They got pictures of me with all of my sheep. And now I wish I could take it all back. Well, it seems that my team has crossed a big scene in the good old U.S. of A. Even though I said I had nothing to do with them towers 
They're making me pay Cause I got friends in grown up places Where the women wear veils there on their faces They cannot see They can only scream When now I can't hang with familiar faces Think I'll hide on out in some oasis Cause I got friends in blown up places Oh no, I got friends in blown up places What am I gonna do now? They took my money My wives won't speak to me anymore I can't find a boo in my sheet. Thank you for tuning in and downloading another Misplaced Comedy Group podcast. Today's episode featured Jan Day, Stephen Grabo, Brian Tupper, Linda Cleet, Annie Jackson, Mackenzie Carney, and Bob. Additional voices heard on today's program were Kevin Allen, Tracy Keychain, Jeff Precop, and Michelle Marley. Please feel free to check out the newest Misplaced Comedy Group videos on MySpace.com. That's Misplaced Comedy Group, all one word, on MySpace.com. Check us out and be our friend. We may even send semi-naked photos of your mother. Also, with over nine CDs available, make sure to look for us at your favorite online music store or ask for us by name at your local music store. We hope that you enjoyed today's program and all that you heard on this program has been licensed and copyrighted under Misplaced Comedy Group Incorporated and published by Misplaced Music under the Grabo Tunes record label and can only be used and distributed with strict permission of Misplaced Comedy Group Incorporated. Thanks again for listening and stay in touch at misplacedcomedygroup.com.